Hey everybody, welcome to Hello Thursday Podcast. It is currently Thursday as I'm recording this and it is the 27th. So the day that you're hearing this is the day I'm recording this, which is not how I really wanted this to go, but it just goes to show you that you can't really plan things because life happens. And yeah, I meant to record this podcast episode last night, but I was watching that new movie Bird Box, which is um, similar to the um, A Quiet Place movie with Emily Blunt and and John Krasinski. Krasinski. (laughs) Oh, God. This is just going to be an episode of me mispronouncing things. But I was watching the new Netflix movie. It's called Bird Box. And it's like a post-apocalyptic thriller. And it was really, really good. I actually liked it more than Bird Box. I was reading some threads and people were saying that A Quiet Place was better. And while A Quiet Place was really clever and extremely um, well thought out and was really, really creative... I feel like Bird Box just had more of a like a more hopeful dynamic, but they they are similar. They are very similar. I felt I feel like they could be like um, two parts of a, a trilogy, maybe, but they're not at all. They're completely independent films. But it was really good, and I definitely suggest that you watch it at least to to understand all the memes even if for that reason alone you should watch it no but it actually is pretty good and I don't say that a lot about any Netflix movie actually not that I'm like a huge Netflix movie hater I just I it takes a really 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 good film for me to actually like it and I just haven't had that yet with Netflix original series or or their movies in a while but um Bird Box was actually pretty good but I was watching Bird Box and immediately after watching it I fell asleep but here is the catch I didn't fall asleep while watching it which happens a lot so that means I was hooked, right? Uh, to, to some extent, if I could hold my eyes open for that long. Um, but I'm recording this episode today and it's totally fine because most of you are probably not even awake to hear it. And this episode is about the new year that's coming up. And um, Christmas and Christmas Eve happened just two days ago. And... I feel like Christmas um, brings up sort of a like a Christmas flu after, if you will. I feel like I always get this weird feeling of like not disappointment, but there's this uh, there's this quiet period after Christmas where you don't really have not much to look forward to. Um, Unless you really, really go out New Year's Eve, which I, I never do, but it, it really gets me thinking about 
life in general and bear with me right now because I'm going to get a little uh, a little emo um, philosophical right now. But I feel like all of the receiving in Christmas kind of gets the best of me. Yes, I, I did give this year too, and that does help, but I feel like the receiving makes me feel a little guilty, <laughs> at, at least a teeny, teeny little bit. It's kind of a, I don't know, it's a, it's a capitalist holiday, <laughs> and I know, I know that that's not what Christmas is about, and there's a lot more to it, there's a lot more layers, I'm, I'm not denying that, I'm not putting that aspect of Christmas down. I'm just saying that the the giving and the receiving part is kind of I don't know, it's kind of tricky. It's kind of messed up. I I I don't want to go into Christmas Chris ugh. I don't want to go into Christmas and be like, "Oh, yes, I'm so excited to receive." Ha-ha. I feel like that's how Christmas is when you're an adult. When when you're a kid, um it's a little more wholesome, a lot more wholesome because you kind of feel like it's something you've earned um, because throughout the year you're trying to behave right because Santa's watching and Santa's keeping tabs on you and making sure you're not doing anything wrong. So you might adjust your behavior a little bit sometimes, even if it is just the week or two before Christmas, because that suspense of, am I going to get presents or not, is, is there. So when you do get those presents and they are from santa this um mythical magical being that just happens to know what you want for christmas and happens to know where you live it it all feels really good and exciting and you want to go to sleep early and you want to wake up early which is not a case not the case at all all the other 364 days of the year if you're a kid because no one really wants to go to bed early and wake up early when you're under the age of like 13. But Christmas was just better when when we were children. At least for me when I was a child, Christmas was a lot better. Now what's shifted when I'm what's shifted now as an adult is the fact that I'm the one giving presents also, and while I love giving presents, and I think it's a really great thing, and I, I, I promise I give presents even when it's not Christmas, it's, it can kind of make you feel a little vulnerable, gift giving, and I am really thankful for everything I got this year. I honestly was beyond spoiled it's it's crazy and i i had a fantastic christmas probably one of the best christmases if not the best christmas in my adult life but what i liked but what i liked more about christmas wasn't the gift giving itself it was kind of the the downtime that I got after that gift giving. That like getting to be with family and just, you know, being cozy and happy all around. That was, that was a really, that was the best part of Christmas. I feel like my favorite part this year was um, 
my boyfriend and I, we went to McDonald's at like 8 p.m. And there was a really long line, but it wasn't actually that long at the end. And it took not that long to get our food. Um, but we went to McDonald's and then we went back to my house because the McDonald's is like, honestly, basically walking distance. And we watched the Spongebob Christmas episode or just Spongebob episodes. And I fell asleep while we were watching the Christmas episodes and we ate our food. And it was that part alone. That's what made Christmas so special for me. Like being getting to be with like someone I love and having that moment. And also um, another part of Christmas that was really important to me was Christmas Day getting to open presents with my little brother. I, I swear I'm so lucky that I have my brother Louie in my life because without him, without witnessing like a child's um, reaction to that Christmas magic, I feel like Christmas could would get kind of boring. But the fact that he was there and I got to see him open his presents, some of which I got for him. Um, I actually got him this personalized uh, storybook from Shutterfly and he's been really obsessed with our dog lately which is funny that he's just been obsessed with him lately because Scruppy our dog has been alive for 12 years and Louie's only seven so there's a good five years um, of a gap there but yeah um he's been obsessed with our dog and our dog is getting quite old and I wanted a way to immortalize my dog if you will so I went on Shutterfly and I found this really cute customizable book and I want to hit myself because I found out about it when they were having a really good deal off of them and I bought it when the deal was over but it's it's totally okay it's fine it's fine um, but it's, it's a book about like the dog and you even get to choose, choose the dog and mine is like a furry little black dog. So I chose that and you get to put their names on it and the book is really good quality and it's so, so sweet. And it's, a, it's, it's titled if my dog Screppy can talk and essentially you can substitute Screppy for the name of your dog. And it's just, it's a really sweet book. It's definitely fiction because I don't know if my dog really feels that way about my brother. It says, oh, I miss you so much when you're at school and this and that and blah, 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 which I'm sure is true. But because my brother is little and he's been so obsessed with um, our dog and because he's a boy, he hasn't been gentle with him at all. And my dog, my grumpy old 12-year-old dog, is not having it. He's just, he's a grumpy old man. He's sweet as can be when he wants to, but he is the biggest grumpy old man. He's the, the old men that are like, get off of my yard, but in, in dog form, 100%. That is what he is. And I wish he were one of those, um, dogs that just love everyone immediately and everything but he's more of a cat and I actually kind of respect that that he just doesn't throw himself over everyone and he's kind of selective about who he warms up to and what he wants to do so 
there's that. That was my Christmas. It was a very, very Merry Christmas. And I am extremely thankful that I got to be with my family because many people are not. So, yeah, that was that. That was Christmas. Uh, now New Year's is coming up. <laughs> and after I record this episode, and by the time I record the next one, it'll already have been the New Year. So this is the last episode of the New Year. Yay! How exciting. <laughs> Um, But as this new year is coming up, I'm kind of not as excited for it. I promise this episode isn't depressing, but I just, I don't know. I'm not really going wild over this new year. Yes, it's always nice to have a fresh start, but I've made up my mind that I'm not going to make any New Year's resolutions. And here is why. New Year's resolutions are um, kind of a, a joke at this point. That sounds really aggressive. New Year's resolutions are a joke. I'll say this. It's kind of... Um, it's difficult to make such long-term goals. And yes, I'm saying the span of a year does classify as long-term. At the beginning of a year where you really don't know what's going to be in store for you. So I, I'm not down with the New Year's resolutions this year. I always made some and I achieved some, didn't achieve others. That's usually how it goes. And everybody has this influx of motivation at the beginning of the new year. And everyone goes to the gym and everyone eats better or everyone's nicer <laughs> for a short period period of time or something. But that, that fades. And I feel like you don't have to wait until into the new year to do something you want to do or make a change you want to make. You can do it right now. And I feel like if you don't do it right now, then it's never going to happen. Or it's going to be really, really hard for it to happen later on. But um, so I'm really not down with the New Year's resolutions this year. I'm not going to make any at all if i really had to have one or two it would be two just really vague ones it would be to graduate and to get a a a new job so those are my new year's resolutions if i had to make some but again i'm not making any this year because i i feel like i'm always letting myself down if i say oh, hey, I'm going to start working out and blah, 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 or eating better or reading more, and it's January 30th, and I haven't done any of those things. Everything goes out the window. And I'm like, well, what's the point? Better try next year, right? Because I already ruined it this year, and that's not how things should be, and I'm never going to get things done by having that mental state or going about it that way. And that can make you kind of sad and really bummed out so I'm definitely not going to do that this year uh besides everyone forgets about their new year's resolutions like 
past February. Everyone just does. You, you forget about them. I don't remember what my New Year's resolutions were last year or the year before. Does anyone, if they, you know, if they don't write them down? I mean, you can, but it's not like you're looking at that paper every single day. It's not like you have it on your phone as your wallpaper or glued to your wall, which are, are things you could do, but then you have that that looming pressure over you. And I don't think anyone needs that. And I don't think you should be the person to put all of that pressure onto yourself. You should be the last person to do that. Yes, it's, um, it's great to motivate yourself and push yourself to be better and push yourself to achieve your goals, but within reason, because you have to know yourself. You can't you did not become the person you are yesterday, which means you can't change yourself tomorrow. That's that's not how it works. It that's it's like when people are trying to lose weight, you didn't you know you didn't gain all the weight overnight. You won't lose it overnight either. It's it's kind of wishful thinking, and it just leads to to not a good recipe to a, a recipe for failure. So I feel like patience is the only thing we should want with the new year. Like a, a big old bucket of patience. A big IV of patience is what a lot of people need, including myself. I'm the, the, the only reason why I say this is because I am the number one person guilty of doing this. I say, hmm... I'm going to learn, this is just a vague example, how to knit. And I buy all the knitting supplies and all the knitting books. And for the first day, the first day is really important. I sit down and I knit and I knit for so long. I knit for 12 hours, right? This is all an example. Then the second day comes and I knit for 10 hours, still going good, still going strong. But the third day comes and I don't have time to knit because I have work I have to work or I do I have to do something else or all of a sudden I'm knitting and I'm on my knitting streak but something falls or I have to go pick up my brother or this happens and then picking myself back up again on day four after day three has been ruined hits me so hard and it really affects me so much so much to the point where it even happened to me with this podcast um, around the time where episode two should have been airing, this episode two, when it should have been airing and why it took so long was because I was going to Cuba to um, to go see my family for a while, for a week. This was at the beginning of December, but it just so happens to coincide with finals week, with the end of finals week. So finals week would have ended and then the next day, the day after, is when I would fly to another country. And I had to tell myself to pre-record two episodes and schedule them so they would go up on time. And they would go up without me needing to upload them because I obviously wouldn't be here. But I was so stressed and so many things didn't go right with the, the editing of this final project that I was working on. And it was just 
madness that I put, I prioritized school and I prioritized my trip. So this podcast, which I really wanted to do and I still really want to do, kind of fell down and it fell to the bottom of the list and then there were just, there just wasn't any time for it. Could I have planned it a lot better? Yes, but I was being way too, um, way too uh, idealistic. That's the word. I'm way too idealistic. I was being way too idealistic with my plans. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to do this and then I'm going to do that and then this is going to happen, but you can't predict stuff like that. That's why um, whenever I make to-do lists now, I make them for the week. Like, these are the things I want to get done, not in a day, not in the next hour, in this week. And it'll be a handful of things, like get my car washed, which I actually really need to do because it's filthy. So, get my car washed. What else? Uh, Other little things, like get my car washed, go do groceries, um, buy socks, uh, I don't know return shoes, those things, like four things. I'll give myself a week to do it because life is always going to be throwing other things at you and then your friend will be like, hey, we're on winter break. Let's go hang out. And that'll take a couple of hours and then something else will come up and that'll take another couple of hours. And before you know it, if you had planned, go get my car washed on Thursday, but you spent seven hours of that Thursday with your friend, you don't really have much time to wash your car, even though that takes a second. But this is just this is just a a big analogy. If if you get what I mean. So if if you don't, you know, finish everything you need to do that Thursday, like washing your car, then you're gonna be a little bummed out. Sure, you could do it Friday, but you already had something else planned for Friday, so you know what's going to happen? What are you going to do? So I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of creating those goals anymore, even though I definitely used to do that. I was not psycho, but kind of psycho in, in the sense that I would plan out my week to a T, not like 602, breathe, 604, drink water, 605, breathe again. But honestly, bordering on that level of intensity. So that's not something I'm going to do anymore. And that's not something I think anyone should do if they can't handle it, because I could definitely not handle it anymore. And yeah, I'm just not down for the, oh, I've disappointed myself this year. I could have done this, but because because of me, I didn't get to do it. So I'm sad for three weeks now and I'm not going to do it. That's like what I'm most guilty of. Like this podcast, I could have recorded an episode when I got back from Cuba, but I didn't because I was like, oh, Christmas, uh, going crazy, mm, this and this and that. And oh, I, I kind of definitely went through that. Well, hmm, I didn't record two episodes before going on break and I missed these two episode time slots and it sucks. So I'm just going to create a whole new podcast podcast, and do this all over again, which is kind of extremely ridiculous and very um, perfectionist of me. 
and it's actually kind of scary. It reminds me of the TV show Monk. If you've ever seen it, he's very obsessive. The detective Monk, Adrian Monk, and his tendencies, he's really obsessive, so much so that he went to the mayor of the city of San Francisco and he was like, you know what? It's so filthy. It's so gross. Let's burn it to the ground and start all over again. Let's just build it up from nothing. And the mayor was like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. So you can't, you can't go through life thinking like Monk does, like I did. You can't just say, oh, this is not going right, so I'm just going to throw it to the, to the fire and burn it down and start all over again because I've definitely done that with a million things, a million, million, million things. I've restarted so many games because I wasn't achieving the level I wanted to achieve by a certain point. Um, I've, I've thrown away and deleted so many novels that were never finished. The only things I actually finished were poems because they were so short <laughs> that it was so easy to finish. I maybe even rushed to finish them just for the sake of finishing them, but not because they naturally went that way. Forgive me if I, if I sound kind of weird. It is 6 a.m. and I did just wake up. So, bear with me on this episode, but hey, I'm getting it done. I was supposed to record it last night, and I was, like, really bummed this morning because I didn't record it, and I always wanted it to go up early in the morning. But instead of beating myself up over it, I just sat my my butt down on my desk and am recording this episode. So that's two pats on the back for me on this day. And yeah, but yeah, don't burn your projects to the ground. Don't do that. That's a really bad perfectionist tendency, one that I have, one that I've seen other people have as well. So it's not a good thing to do. Uh, What else? What else? What else? What else? Well, since I won't talk about New Year's resolutions, I'll talk about what I'm looking forward to on the new year. That's not really a resolution, but it's it's something to look forward to. Um, I'm really looking forward to graduating college. Hopefully, please, Lord, let me graduate college. I'm being a little bit ambitious because um, I am taking wait for it, seven classes next semester, which is what people just advise you not to do. And they say, hey, that's a shit ton of classes. And you want to take your senior year easy, but the classes aren't that bad. And I've spent several years taking six classes. So I don't think it'll be too, too crazy. Yes, I did have to go through the dean and like override the fact that I'm taking um, an extra class than I really should be, but it's perfectly fine. I'm going to do fine. This is what I'm telling myself. I'm not being blindly optimistic. I'm just being optimistic. Things are going to go well. I'm really going to push myself. And um, I actually applied for three jobs a couple of days ago. Was it the day after Christmas? The day before Christmas? It was a couple days before Christmas that I 
applied for these three desk jobs at my university. They have like student assistant positions and office assistant positions that I thought I would apply for since their jobs where you really don't have to take homework home, where you're sitting at a desk. So if I really had to do homework, I could probably sneak it in a little. It would be at my university, so I wouldn't have to rush to run to class if they give me like a schedule. It'd actually be pretty cool. It, it's honestly the perfect job. And even though I would be making $1 less than I am currently making, I, I could always babysit and I could always, you know, pick up other tiny, tiny jobs like Postmates and stuff if I, if the situation came to it. But if I have like a good 35 hours a week schedule, I'm, I think I'll be fine. And it's fixed hours. It's not like my old job, which I loved and was so much fun and I'm still doing it right now. But um, being a nanny... In the situation I was in, like an on-call nanny, just you just couldn't plan ahead because it wasn't it, it wasn't reliable. Like offices have schedules, you know that they're open and they have to stick to those schedules no matter what. But nannying was a little bit more unpredictable, even though I did make a dollar more. So that's how it goes. I mean, but I'll be sitting in a desk. I'll be doing work. I think that's that sounds really fun. It sounds really exciting. Like I could do homework on my lunch break because I'm in front of a computer. You know, that's something I I really, really couldn't do while nannying. It's not something I felt comfortable doing while nannying because you're you're in charge of a life. So there's no like school breaks. Even though if you come if you have a child that naps or eats, like I would do homework well. We had lunch and stuff, but then she started eating faster than I did, and I had to pick up the paste, and that's how nanny is. Nannying is. It's it's more unpredictable, and I wanted something predictable. I wanted something with really stable hours. Okay, we're back. Um, I took a little break because my dad kind of walked in on me recording, so I had to cut the clip and start all over again not all over again but just keep on going but i i am looking forward to having a job that's a little more stable in the next year and just just something a little more relaxing i'll probably regret it i'll probably eat my words and um want to go back to nannying in a heartbeat even though i can't because the the new school schedule that i'll have really doesn't give me time for nannying because it is so um a little little intense it's tuesdays and thursdays from two to nine i think i have an hour break from like five to six but it is three classes that day from two to nine so and that's kind of like where the the nannying hot spot is because parents either want you to work all day or they want you to um, pick up their child from school and take care of them while they come home. So it's it's a little it's a little impossible to do that. Meanwhile, in an office job, I could either work you know stable hours Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or I could um, work Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I could work from like seven a.m. to tw- to one. 
up to like even 2 because I feel like my class doesn't start until 2.50 or I think it starts at 2 but I can work until like 1.30 and then leave because I have a class and since I'm working for my university they'll totally understand because of course they're gonna work with your student schedule I am a student of that same university, so I think it'll be a really good opportunity, and I'm hoping, fingers crossed, one of these places calls me back and brings me in for an interview and hires me. Please, 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 I hope they hire me. Um, but it's fine, and even if they don't, I'll still look for something of that nature, something similar like that, but I, I applied to three places to see if one of them sticks, so... Yeah, and I definitely recommend doing that if you're looking for job opportunities and you're a college student and you're looking for something really comfortable. I, I have a friend that works for our school and she already graduated, but she still works for the school and she does really well and she loves it. So that's something I I hope I can get to do too. Um but yeah, that's one of my plans for the next year and graduating in April with seven classes and hopefully a full-time job, but I can do it. I'm a fighter. I can get through it. I may not have more, much of a social life, but I don't care. I'll, I'll power through it and I will graduate, hopefully, on time. Hopefully, I won't drop any classes. Hopefully, I'll be all right, you know. So, knock on wood, all of those good things happened, and, and a lot more. Did I just say those good things happened? <sighs> wow, it really is early, and I'm really hungry, actually. So, pretty much it. Just, if you get anything from this episode, let it be to, um, to know yourself, and... Don't set goals that are too crazy or too intense because you're just going to hurt yourself in the end and that feeling of disappointment is just going to take over you if you're Leslie and <laughs> you're not going to get anything done. So know yourself. Don't be too idealistic, but still dream and still run towards what you want and wish like crazy, but this has been our my second episode hour. I keep on saying our as if I have some imaginary co-hosts, but I don't. Even though I really do want to start bringing guests into the new year because I have two microphones that my very kind friend let me borrow.